You are now listening to the What Now with Jay podcast. Turning the past into a present filled with opportunity with your host, Jay. On today's episode, we will be talking about life as a flight attendant. Many people often view flight attendant as having a glamorous job. Usually they perceive it to be something that is unattainable. Uh, They just don't know how to get into it. They think it's something that you have to go to travel school or to take a special course in college for. That is a question that every day I am on the job, someone, whether I'm on the flight or just walking through the airport, just in general, my friends, former co-workers, there are so many other questions that are asked that I've decided to just talk about it briefly and just give a little bit more information about life of a flight attendant. Welcome to What Now with Jay podcast, episode five. I am your host, Jay, author, educator, and world traveler. Let's talk about some of the aspects of being a flight attendant. We will actually just start at the beginning. A lot of people ask, how it was for me to get into it. It is something that is a lengthy process. Anyone can apply to be a flight attendant. There aren't any age age restrictions. Yes, you can have a degree and most of the time they certainly would prefer that. But as a flight attendant, you could come from another area of or another profession like myself i was a teacher we have people that are former doctors lawyers people in medicine just all aspects of career choices or career backgrounds but they've decided to try something new there are lots of people that came from other backgrounds and this is their second career or even third career. So for myself, I decided to apply at the time I needed. I needed a change and it was the perfect timing for me. The training is one that is so tasking. It was one of the most rigorous training that I've had to date. And um, a lot of people think, you know, as, as flight attendants, it is pretty easy because you're in the air and you're basically serving Biscoff cookies and probably those soft drinks. But quite honestly, it is so much more than that. Talking about the soft drinks and snacks, that was not even a part of the training. The training itself was so intense that you have this fear of not even passing it. and that fear is so real that you put everything you can into learning those modules, which was almost every day, and you're tested on these modules, and you have to know specifics. You have to know every single part of the aircraft. You have to know all about the safety drills. You have to know absolutely everything, and not just about the cabin part of the aircraft, but knowing what to do in case of an emergency such as someone 
having a heart attack, having a baby, any kind of emergencies you can think about. We are the ones that are there to take control of that and we're the ones that are there to make sure that the passengers are okay. Now I will talk a little about the part that everyone often believes that being a flight attendant is. Of course you see us flight attendants or crew members walking through the airport. You see, see us pulling these luggage. You see us dressed to the nines. A lot of us in heels or whatever, hair. Everything is laid perfectly. And of course, yes, that is part of the job because I think just any career you're in, you're not just going to show up looking any which way but it is required to look a certain way. And it's just a part of the job that you look your best and you always wanna present your best. So yes, that aspect of it can be very glamorous, but it's almost like working anywhere else, whether it be in a restaurant, at a school, just anywhere. You always see the front part going so well. Everything looks wonderful. You're at a restaurant and they bring your food out and everything is just wonderful looking and everything is great. But behind the scenes, you just don't know what it took, what was going on back there, the chaos and everything else that 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 it takes to bring this wonderful meal out to you. And I would say in some aspects, being a flight attendant is that as well. The background part of being a flight attendant is we have major delays. You automatically think, well, or a lot of people think, or they question us as to, well, it's not raining. The weather looked fine. I'm looking, looking at the weather right now and it's perfect. Why are there so many delays? It isn't always easy to explain it to you or to the passengers, but there are other things beyond our control, like ATC, which is air traffic control, they may have grounded us for a while because based on the destination of where we're going, the weather does not look so good. So instead of having us circling around, going around and around, they would rather stay on the ground in whatever city we are in until that traffic in our desired destination is cleared up. There's a lot of things that happen. It could be that the crew members are timed out. Based on the FAA regulations, we as crew members are not allowed to work over a certain time period. So we may be already on the aircraft ready to go, but because we are grounded, we sometimes get timed out, it causes a lot of chaos, not only for us, but also for the passengers. They're already sitting on the plane, they're waiting to go, but then all of a sudden, we have to make an announcement letting passengers know that unfortunately we have to return to the gate because the crew has timed out. And what this means is we just have to either get a brand new crew on board. Sometimes we may have to wait an hour or probably less, 30 minutes, but everyone would have to deplane and then repeat the process by boarding again. So there, there are a lot of things that happens behind the scenes and you know the passengers are not always willing to understand because when you want to go, you want to go. You have certain deadlines, you may be attending a funeral, you may be attending someone sick in the hospital and all you care about is 
I just need to get to my destination. I don't need to have a delay. I don't need to know what's going on. We deal with those things on a daily basis. It is wonderful to know that, yes, we have a job that once we get to our destination, we don't have to worry about who is going to pick us up or which hotel we're going to stay in. Those things are already taken care of by the company. Now, it doesn't always go as smoothly as it sounds because if we have terrible weather delays when we land in a certain city, it doesn't always go as smoothly, but the fact is our company always plans ahead and we know that we don't really have to worry about those things. So we're taken care of where we do have a driver that picks us up and a hotel which, in which we stay. And most of the time they are wonderful, beautiful hotels. There are times that they're not the best, but nonetheless, those are always taken care of for us. Certain things such as our meals, breakfast a lot of times, and some places we stay, we do have dinner taken care of. But a lot of the time, most of the time actually, our meals are taken care of by what we, we get paid a per diem for those layovers. A lot of times you will hear flight attendants talk about their trips, but we generally talk in those terms. I will say I'm going on a four-day trip. That's usually for work. A four-day trip will be I leave the house on a Monday and I don't return until four days later. On a typical day, I would say I leave out. I get ready to go to my home base hotel. Basically, everyone has a home base. When you get hired, you're not particular, particularly based at your home base. You may request it, but it doesn't mean that you will always get it. You may not get it right away. I was fortunate enough to get my home base of Atlanta. I was based in New York at first, and I was only there for six months, and it was tough. I was based there in the winter, and it, it, it was an extreme um, transition for me, learning all the ways of New York and getting around New York. I was on reserve at the time. It, it was difficult and what a lot of flight attendants do, they actually, they actually commute. And what that looks like is it's like it says, you know, you commute to work by car, right? Or by bus or whatever mode of transportation. But as a flight attendant, if you're based in New York and living in Atlanta, it is up to you to commute to work because that is where your assignments will begin. But it's not always easy to do that because you does not have an assigned seat on the aircraft when commuting. You are doing this on your own, which means that you are non-revving. You are signing up for standby. And if that flight is full and you do not make it to work, then it does not look good for you. And especially if you're a new flight attendant just starting, you are still under, under probation which is kind of difficult. Even if you're sick, you have to make your way to work. Those first six months, you're under very strict guidelines. So for those people who are commuting and you don't get on the aircraft to get you to New York or to your base, 
it is something that is taken up with management. One of the pros of working as a flight attendant, you also get to work with several different people, people from all over the world that maybe you would not have worked with in, in, in other careers. How should I say it? It is not like the typical job. It is a lifestyle because we have a lot of flexibility with our job. If I decided I wanted to work just two days, I could do that. It's a matter of how I bid. There are people with families that, you know, they have young children and they want to not be away on layovers. So they just want to work day shifts. They can drop their entire schedule. People think, oh, how could you have a family at home? It's not doable. It is most certainly doable. This episode is brought to you by Cruel Intentions. How to Recognize the Signs and Patterns of Narcissistic Abuse by Joanne Cook. This book sheds light on narcissistic abuse and the effects it has on the person experiencing it. If you want to heal and create a fresh start, purchase your copy today, available on Amazon. We're at the part of the show where I would like to give a quote. Once you have tasted flight, you will forever walk the earth with your eyes turned skyward. For there you have been, and there you will always long to return. Leonardo da Vinci. Do you have questions about life as a flight attendant or becoming a flight attendant? If so, please comment in the comment section on my IG page at Montego underscore J-A-E. Did you enjoy this episode? Leave a comment and share it with a friend. Be sure to listen to all episodes available now across all streaming platforms.